0: Come join us as we talk about everything from Agile best practices to the latest DevSecOps tools and techniques. Welcome to the Agile Reformists presented by Matrix. Hello everyone, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Todd Sussman, and I'm a senior Agile coach with Matrix Resources. I've been an Agile coach since 2012, and that was after a 15-year stint as a developer and architect spending most of my time using some form of agile practice. I've seen and heard a lot in that time. And one thing I've heard is organizations using the words adoption and transformation interchangeably as it relates to agile on the other hand, really focus on long running cross-functional and sustainable teams. These teams are aligned with customer experiences or product lines. They expect to measure their alignment by looking at things like rapid innovation or the ability for continuous delivery in the name of faster market validation. And this is one of the main reasons why transformations fail. It affects the power and control structure that currently exists and that can make people rather defensive. In an adoption only the team changes the way they work, but in a transformation the entire organization, including HR, finance, marketing, operations, they'll all have to change the way they get work done. And while it might sound all doom and gloom if you are in or have completed an agile adoption, but that's not the case. I've seen some very successful adoptions where things like predictability and quality were the main benefits that the customer desired. By implementing Scrum, they put a focus on things like having a product owner who will be accountable for a prioritized backlog, allowing the team to focus on a single source of work, fostering team ownership of sprint deliverables and focusing on T and pie-shaped members, increased transparency with shorter feedback loops, and of course, a focus on reducing waste, such as context switching or too much upfront planning. This in turn allowed those teams to accelerate and become high-performing, sometimes realizing as much as 100% gain in productivity, but that is peanuts compared to the productivity gains found in organizations that have succeeded in their transformation. I've read white papers where they claim to see as much as 300% gain, but that's still not the best benefit of an Agile transformation. If you want your organization to change their culture, there needs to be something people can believe in. And that's why transformations stand apart. Imagine what happens to your employees as they move to self-organizing and empower teams. You get better employee engagement, leading to higher morale and lower turnover. You get more creativity and innovation as the teams take ownership, not just of the deliverables, but the outcomes themselves. And just like in the Spotify model, you should see a reduction in oversight and managerial layers between the customer and the delivery arm. But as I mentioned at the beginning, Agile transformations are about changing culture. Agile should not be the goal. It is simply the mechanism that allows you to take advantage of the changes in that culture. If you're interested in learning more about how you and your organization can drive that cultural change to include things like increased focus on customer satisfaction, employee engagement and respect, investing in cross-functional teams, and adopting a growth mindset, please reach out to me or any one of my colleagues here at Matrix Resources. Thanks, everyone. You and your organization can drive that cultural change to include things like increased focus on customer satisfaction, employee engagement and respect, investing in cross-functional teams, and adopting a growth mindset. Please reach out to me or any one of my colleagues here at Matrix Resources. Thanks everyone.